0: Call it the shock of September After 21 years of running the show Uday Kotak, MD and CEO of the Kotak Mahindra Bank Suddenly resigned from his post with effect from September 1st Three months prematurely from the end December deadline Saying it was A. For some personal and family commitments And B, to significantly help the bank's bid to, and I quote, sequence the process with a transition and stability perspective. This was no less than an eye-popping event triggering speculation, conspiracy theories and whatnot. On 21st October, the bank eventually announced the name of an external candidate as Mr. Kotak's successor, Ashok Vaswani. An industry veteran but someone who has worked most of his professional life in international banks overseas. A spinner in his college days who in his own words left the country with just $14 in his pocket. This was homecoming at last. But to understand why this transition matters and the challenges that lie ahead for the newly anointed Mr. Vaswani, I have two of my colleagues who have known both the banker, Mr. Uday Kotak, and his bank for, I guess, close to two decades. So for all the perspectives, all the anecdotes, and much more, I have M.C. Govardhan Arangan, aka Govi, ET's banking and markets editor, and TMB regular and maestro chronicler, Shrugato Ghosh, ET's associate editor, who believes if there is a story, it must be told. It's Thursday, 2nd of November from the Economic Times. I'm your host, Arjit Barman, and you're listening to the Succession Saga at the Kotak Mahindra Bank on The Morning Brief. Govi, Shugato, welcome to The Morning Brief. Always a pleasure. To have you guys on the show, Shigato. Let me start by asking this simple question: Leadership transition is supposed to be part of normal corporate life, be it a salt-to-software conglomerate like the Tatas or a bank like Kotak Mahindra. It should be routine, but the Kotak succession has become big news. It's almost like the HBO drama series Succession. Why is that? Why are we even having this conversation today?
1: Well, there is a background, a trajectory of events Mm -hmm. that has culminated in what is unfolding today. Uday Kotak built this bank and the financial services group with a team of loyal lieutenants who have been with him for years. Some of them have been around since the early days of Kotak Mahindra when it was a small finance company. So they have virtually grown with the organization. Understandably, given a choice, Mr. Kotak would have loved Mm-hmm. To hand over the reins of the bank, which is the flagship of his group, to one of them. Mm-hmm. And he would step back as a mentor. Now, if you just look back, there are shades of similarities with Infosys, where one of the members of the original team become the CEO. But then, a bank is just not any other services. Here, mm-hmm. the CEO and the Executive Director appointment has to be ratified by RBI, which has the last mm-hmm. word on who can lead a bank. Correct. And clearly, the plan that Mr. Kotak had in mind did not play out the way he would have preferred. So he did perhaps, what's the next best alternative? He roped in a veteran banker he has known for a long time. Mm -hmm. Was Mr. Vatswani the first choice? Probably not. So an internal candidate was probably the first
0: choice you would assume? I would tend to think so. Okay, but you yourself said that the regulator, in this case the RBI, Is always going to have the last word when it comes to handpicking a candidate. Then what's this fuss about?
1: Mr. Kotak did something which is unprecedented and, if I may say, out of RBI's syllabus. He stepped down as the CEO but continued Mm. to be on the board of the bank. Now he owns over 25%, Mm. more than a quarter of the bank's equity, and there is nothing in the rule book that can stop RBI from letting Mr. Kotak be a Mm non-executive director. Because RBI has the last word when it comes to appointment of CEO and whole-time director. True. But here is a case which is unprecedented where a founder steps down as the CEO but remains in the bank as a non-executive director. This is something RBI did not quite expect. And given RBI's frosty relation with Mr. Kotak, going back to the court tussle and everything. It is a widely shared perception that after this, or almost simultaneously ranks within RBI, the regulator, they thought that if Mr. Kotak is there in the board, he would be doing the backseat driving. So we can't let any of his lieutenants be the CEO. So there should be an external person. You talked about what was out of the syllabus, this whole frosty relationship
0: of taking RBI to court, also was, I guess, out of syllabus. But let me get Govi in. If we step back a bit, Govi, when Mr. Kotak
2: decided to quit, did that take you by surprise? In a way, yes. There is always a question that remains unanswered is that uh, with just a few months to go, where is the need to resign Yeah, from the position? And... Um, the uh, personal commitment and son's marriage was also very well known. So to that extent, that the rumor millage raised in sense, you no, know, as to there is something going on behind the scenes. Hmm. That's not quite clear. So the sudden resignation really raised uh, a lot of rumors since there could be something more than what meets the eye.
0: And then secondly, mid-October, when Mr. Ashok Vaswani's name was announced,
2: was that surprise number two for you? Actually, Ashok's name cropped up about six months back when they uh, had entered, I think it was Egon's or somebody when they were going around and uh, making some inquiries. But one thing that really did not uh, strike at that point of time was uh, ESM really worked long in the Indian markets. Uh, yes. He has been mostly outside of India and he was about 60 as well. So those things did not add up. That was one of the reasons why I think you know, the entire thing was going around uh, between two internal candidates. And um, though Ashok's name was doing the rounds in some circles, uh, so we also did not uh, proceed with that in the sense. Correct. Uh, no, kind of a, Probability of that happening. So,
0: but it happened. Yeah, because it was almost like a given that it would be either Manian or Shanti Ekambaram. It was almost like a given thing. And this was, to draw a cricketing analogy, googly uh, for many. But tell me, you've profiled or we've profiled Mr. Vaswani. You've been talking to people. What do we know of him? And why do you think Govi, the regulator, Chose him in the first place.
2: In a way, if you look at the entire industry now, it's actually uh, bitten by the technology bug. Everybody is mm-hmm. talking only about technology as technology is the solution for everything. Correct. And um, even in Kotak Mahindra, if you look at it, there have been some lateral hires. I think someone from Amazon has come in. We all remember in the '90s, he went for a tie with Goldman Sachs. So I asked him like, uh, so if you had given a choice, you now to go for a tie, who to tie with? His answer was Amazon or Google. So. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, there's a lot of this obsession about technology that is going on. So, when I put that in context and what Mr. Sure, Ashok, one is strength strengths and what his mm-hmm. contributions have been, it's been in the field of technology for Barclays. The post-2008, when a lot of the investment banking business was, you uh, know, getting shaky and the deal-making went down. So, they all went to the drawing board to figure out mm-hmm. how to make a kind of a solid business. So Vaswani was the uh, earliest guy uh, to really look at what technology could bring it. Vaswani was the first one in Europe to introduce something called uh, PINGIT, a payment system for Barclays in Europe. He has been a very, very early digital adopter that way, in the sense. If I remember right, he created a bunch of this digital eagles in Barclays. And sure. he created that ecosystem in Barclays, what he called... Uh, the digital eagles, to really go out and go to the customer's reach and make them use technology and make mm-hmm. it easier. So to that extent, the choice, I think, was more because of what is going on in Udeco mind also about you know, technology being the driver.
0: Even in his current stint in as the president of Gaia Technologies, it's a fintech company, a US-Israeli fintech company where AI plays a big role. And I guess when Kotak's son is also personally invested in this whole Kotak 811 initiative, I guess there will be a lot of things, a lot of synergies. Shugato, Mr. Vaswani comes in in December. Now, as you said, Mr. Kotak's built an empire, an institution, and the senior management team has been very, very loyal to him. This is been an organization which has seen very few attrition at the top for almost two decades. A new CEO coming in, who would perhaps want his own A-team sooner than later. Do you foresee a spate of resignation and churn from the senior management in the next few months?
1: Well, I don't think so. At least nothing mm-hmm. immediately. As mm-hmm. long as Mr. Kotak is there on the board, he would act as an anchor mm-hmm. and a kind of a glue. To kind of hold everybody together. What you must also realize is the way Mr. Kotak's profile has grown in the last two decades. True. His influence as a banker, as a member of corporate India, his mm. perceived proximity to the powers that be, and his very position in the financial services space, particularly with Mr. Deepak Parek calling it a day. So this is the background against which this story is playing out. And also, Kotak has been Extremely smart, the group, in navigating the regulatory terrain, before the rift with RBI, the court tussle, where RBI felt that the Kotak as a group was pulling a fast one by mm. issuing preference shares and calling it a dilution, uh, that it would amount for a dilution of equity. But before that, till then, the way the group has dealt with the regulator has been quite admirable. It has stayed out of all controversies, It has not made any major violations and in 2003, when the banking licences were given, it was just given to banks. Yeah, It was given to Yes Bank and to Kotak, the NBFC which transformed into the bank. It wasn't easy because that NBFC had a relation with large corporate, Mahindra. And we know RBI's aversion to corporate influence in banking and other things. So all that had to be navigated, the regulator had to be persuaded. So it True. went off uh, rather smoothly. So when this thing is happening, the today's story takes a different color when you look at this background. No doubt, uh, Sugato, that,
0: you know, he is almost like a mythical figure in banking. But Govi, just from a market perception, how has the market seen this? The stock declined 2% immediately after the news came out on a weekend. It's been down 11%. In the last six months. So, is the market a little apprehensive or it's fine
2: with someone who's perhaps a little out of the box? So, there are two things to tell this. One is that the Indian, unless investors, do not know much about Mr. Vaswani. He is an unknown quantity as far as the Indian investors are concerned. They do not know what his agenda is, what is he going to do, what is the kind of a, you know, mandate that he has. Mm. So all these things are unknown. Mr. Vaswani has to come and lay out his plan, as to what he intends to do, how he is going to run the business. All right, because for 20 years people knew what Mr. Cortex is going to do. You could trust. Mr. So they Kota, not to take silly risks and blow up a big hole in the balance So that was the trust that people had, and uh, no, it was a, more than a money-making machine. It was a great, very well-managed risk. Now, for the first time, the institution is seeing a change of God. If that is the case, people would just wait to see what is going to be the agenda and what is he going to lay out in the future. That will mm. determine where it goes from here. Shugatu, it's, it's literally
0: a dog-eat-dog business which is seeing unprecedented disruption from upstarts, from peers, as well as deep pocket shadow banks. Would you have preferred a younger CEO? Or to you, age is just a number and perhaps in banking, gray hair is what makes the difference. Vaswani is, after all, 63.
1: Well, I won't attach too much significance to age as long as Mr. Kotak and the rest of the board has confidence in Mm. Mr. Vaswani, I think it shouldn't matter. On a lighter way, I would say that at the end of the day, Mr. Kotek has had the last laugh because he owns more than 25% of the bank's equity, even though the voting share is capped as per the Banking Regulation Act, and he owns it directly. And secondly, he now has a CEO he can trust. He has known Mm. very well. So I don't think he has reasons to complain, and he continues to be on the board. Now, Govi, you rightly said that Indian investors and the equity market
0: know very little of Mr. Vaswani. Indeed, he has very little operating experience here. Do you think that matters a lot? Because there could be a narrative around the fact that you need someone who has the aggression as well as deep knowledge of the unique dynamics, the practical issues, the regulatory landscape, basically, understand the pulse of a complex and large market like India. The CEO's job, one may argue, is as much
2: marketing as it is banking. His handicap would be in the sense that Indian markets, Indian banking industry, especially in retail, it's Mm. far ahead of even some of the Western markets. Uh, right. So the development, the retail banking and the payment system and the entire ecosystem here is far superior to some of the advanced economies. So to that extent, how he manages that is going to be a bigger
0: issue. Now, Shigatul, you yourself called Mr. Kotak the glue, the patriarch, the man who keeps the flock together. Now we've seen in India that CEOs or promoters, especially, or the entrepreneurs, the founders, they find it really difficult to let go of. We've seen that in Infosys, an example you gave before. We've seen that play out very bitterly in Tata's. Being a non-executive, non-independent director, do you expect his shadow to loom large and therefore be a handicap for the new person to really be able to navigate the board? Or would you say that's actually an asset?
1: Well, as a director, Mr. Kotak certainly would have a presence, Mm -hmm. strong presence in the board. Whether that presence would be overwhelming is something we don't know. This person has not only built the bank, if you compare Mr. Kotak and Mr. Aditya Puri, where Mm. Mr. Puri focused on the bank, Mm. and Mr. Kotak grew other banking services, other financial services also, like asset management, insurance, uh, the brokerage, alternative investment fund, along with his team. So he has always played a very, is virtually the supremo. To imagine that he would totally step back now I think it's unrealistic. I don't think even the board would be happy with it. But over a period of time, I see that happening. I think the question you are trying to ask whether there would be differences, but that is too early to say. After all, too early to say. Uh, Mr. Vaswani is not somebody who has been imposed externally by someone else. I mean, correct. It's very much yeah. with the choice of Mr. Kotret. So correct. there is some matching of web length. There is some understanding. Mr. Vaswani knows what is expected of him, and. Kotak knows what he can deliver. Correct. I can't imagine an immediate flashpoint. That brings me to the next question.
0: The cult of Uday Kotak. He talks, it becomes front page headlines. He tweets, it becomes a national debate. He litigates, eyes pop out. Shugato,
1: what would you attribute this to? I think uh, Mr. Kotak has an unique ability to read the tea leaves. His judgment about the circumstances, the regulatory regime, the environment—whether it is regulatory environment, whether it is political environment, whether it is business environment—is good, and uh, I think that has helped it so far. But Govi, these are tough shoes, therefore,
0: to fill. For three years, the Kotak stock has not gone anywhere. It now trades around. 2.3 times one year forward price to book versus earlier when it was around three times price to book one year forward. So what, according to you, should be the agenda
2: number one for the new senior? So what is that? Unlike in many other succession or uh, managerial changes, things are mostly broken and somebody has to come and fix up. Mm-hmm. Here, there isn't really anything for Mr. Wolfman to fix. And mm. uh, the bank is in a good shape and um, so there are no or no expected some kind of um, nasty surprises or anything of that sort so what when it gets into an institution which is clean and perfect but that is, you know, could be a kind of part of the problem In the sense mm-hmm. where do you improve and grow and improve your efficiency and mr vadhe kotak has built up great institution multiple businesses together but in the sense, when it came to real commercial banking, he has not built that scale. He was extremely cautious. He was not mm. going after growth. He was not willing to put uh, big money on big advances some kind of growth in the industries. He was extremely careful. That was one reason why the market always rewarded contact mm. bank with a kind of a higher multiple than the average. So that was the time when everybody else was going berserk and um, in terms of improving decisions and all. Now, the field is a bit of a level in the sense that Mm. most of the banking industry, all the competitors have all cleaned up the mess. So, there are lots of people who are really good or getting better than what they were. So, to that extent, the investing community has a lot more options than just a Kotak Mahidra or an HGFC bank. That is one Correct. of the reasons why the price-to-book uh, ratios for both SDFT Bank and Quotent yeah. are coming off, whereas even a PSU Bank or a Bank and everybody is really going up. So, to that extent, yes, he has to show the path to grow the banking business. And that is coming at a stage where the entire industry is really fighting for the most important raw material, that is the deposits. It's Correct. a kind of a scramble there in the market. So how Mr. Waswani is going to build that liabilities file yes. and how is going to raise the bar when it comes to corporate lending as well. So these two things are going to be most watched.
0: Absolutely. As you rightly said, post-COVID, after many of the peers cleaning up their balance sheet, the relative premium for a clean, risk-averse balance sheet has gone down. So therefore, many would argue the priority number one should be to maintain and accelerate liability growth. Original strategy of high 6% rate on savings deposit is not helping much either because other banks are also catching up. So that is priority number one for him, many analysts would argue.
2: Yeah, the liability growth, there have been talks about uh, growth. Kotak Bank yeah. being interested in IDBA Bank, so I, whenever right. uh, it was getting privatized. So, if there is, a, it's a kind of an all certain time the IDBA Bank is really attractive when it comes to the deposit franchise. Correct. For Kotak Mahitra Bank, that may be the most important, whether Mr. Vaswani, how he pursues that, whether he pursues at all, because the valuations really do not merit a bid at this point of time for mm. IDBA bank as well. Especially when you look at what the Sudekota historically had done, he has been quite stingy when it came to uh, paying for uh, the takeovers, whether it's the NGO or he let some of them slip back. So how they are going to build the deposit franchise is a question and whether there is going to be another uh, takeover, whether they want to throw a bid for IDBA bank. So that is, if the government decides to sell and goes ahead. So these are the questions that we watch.
0: But you also had touched upon a very important point earlier, which is the digital part. Now, going through the last annual report, what struck me the most was Kotak's plans to leapfrog to what he calls DigiCal. Digital first, backed by technology. Now, in India, how easy will it be for an outsider to actually do that on the ground? Or it will actually work in his favor and you know, because of his global experience.
2: See, in terms of these models, a lot mm-hmm. of things are being still tried out. One is that the asset side, the other one is the liability side. When it comes to building an asset side, that is when you are going to give out loans. These digital things are the most easiest and okay, you would be able to execute. But to build a liability side, that means the deposits. How much are deposits able to get through the digital channels? That remains a Christian. I do not know how much of data or studies have been asked how successful a bank or somebody has been in building the liabilities branches through the digital end. So, Correct. it is still uh, in a trial phase with this cases. So, everybody is trying to do a lot of models, test out various ways on how to do that. Many years ago, just soon after converting it to a bank, I was having a chat with somebody in Kodak and said that uh, we realized that it's uh, very easy to give someone a... 2 lakh rupees loan, but to make it flow to 20,000 rupees in the bank is a very difficult thing. True. So, wildcard, we have no idea about how that's going
0: to play out. Shugato, I want to quickly ask you something that you mentioned before. Aditya Puri built phenomenal bank brand. Uday Kota built a financial ecosystem, a string of subsidiaries. And since it didn't create a whole core structure, there was no value leakage. But dispassionately, if you look back at their rate of performances, won't you say that very few have been segment leaders? Granted, some of these businesses like investment banking are cyclical. But won't you say or won't you agree that he was late uh, to enter general insurance, he failed to scale up life insurance, the Godzilla that the bank is it still contributes 73% of the total profitability. All the arms put together are still at 30-odd percent.
1: Yes, of course. I mean, in those spaces, the competition was tremendous. For instance, when KV Kama changed the rules of retail banking, Zerota Correct. changed the rules of brokerage. True. In asset management, we have seen large banks. For instance, Kota doesn't have too many branches. It doesn't have that kind of sales force you have to compete with a bank like HDFC or ICICI, you are at a certain disadvantage. But I would agree with you on scaling up the life insurance, possibly it could have been on the insurance businesses you could have done. But then there is a risk there because insurance is typically a cash-guzzling business and there are regulatory imperatives also when a bank is backing an insurance company. Mm-hmm. Correct. So it's difficult to compare between Mr. Puri and Mr. Kodak because... Uh, the roles were very different. Mm. And uh, Mr. Puri had the advantage as an early mover. He had an advantage of selecting corporate loans very carefully, build a almost zero NPA book, and he could focus entirely on the bank, in growing the bank, backed by a strong brand called HDFC. Correct. Kotak had a brand, but it was a comparatively late starter. Well, the bank valuation... It could have been much better. There is a bit of disappointment there, as you pointed out. Correct. Uh, I don't think as a group it has done so bad.
0: Now, before I let both of you go, I want to end on a personal note. Govi, what's your favorite Uday Kotak anecdote? What's that one memory or one story or one episode that will forever be etched in your mind?
2: For so the was time when... Uh JM and DSP, Kotak, all of them had joint ventures with uh, one with Morgan Stanley, the other one is Merrill, and uh, Kotak had with Goldman Sachs. So, Kotak was one company that did not have Goldman Sachs, a name in the company's, uh, yeah. So, he didn't have uh, So, J was J. Morgan Stanley and DSP Merrill. Lynch. That time I asked like, why? And he was just so passionate about the Kotak's name and that, no, I, I just want to keep it, I don't know, it's mine. So, my family name. So, that's, yeah. So that was one thing that uh, is there in my mind. Some
1: famous quip in Gujarati that he that he shared. No, nothing in during, nothing in Guj- No, no, nothing in Gujarati. But uh, not relevant to not related to banking. Yeah. It was. I remember this was almost 15-20 years ago. After an interview, we were just chatting, and I asked him that in the course of conversation that uh, why don't you invest more in Business Standard? Uh, you own the paper. Why don't you grow it? <laughs> and into a force to reckon with in circulation and other things so he just looked at me and smiled and he said that "Dekho, there are only two sets Doi set hai. in industry it is reliance in media it is times of india <laughs> despite the consistent
0: low return on equity for years kotak mahindra bank reaped the premium compared to several state-owned and even private peers like ICICI Bank just by being conservative on growth and having a pristine balance sheet. There was no risk of bad loans or leadership. No value leakage from the subsidiaries. But post-Covid, the Indian banking landscape has undergone radical shifts. Most banks have gone through massive balance sheet cleanups, thereby reducing the relative premium attached to Kotak that thrived on its spotless loan book. No wonder, for around three years, the Kotak stock has gone nowhere. For the incoming CEO, I would argue he should prioritize accelerating the liability side growth. The original strategy of high 6% rate on savings deposits is not helping much either as other banks are also playing catch up having cleaned up their books the commercial and wholesale bank too needs a booster shot kotak's leapfrog into a digital first strategy also needs to play out in the real world as would vaswani's lack of operating experience of steering a large ship in india finally kotak has been shedding its conservatism and rapidly scaling unsecured loans in its product mix that now stands at 11% of the total loan book. This higher share can be a double-edged sword in a downturn. So that's it for today. This is Arajit Barman from The Economic Times and you are listening to The Succession Saga at the Kotak Mahindra Bank only on The Morning Brief. A special thanks to our guests Govi and Shugato for sharing their amazing insights, anecdotes and perspectives. This episode was brought to you by sound designer Rajas Nayak and Indranil Bhattacharji. Producers Anupriya Nayar and Vinay Joshi. Executive Producers Anirban Chaudhuri, Anupriya Nayar and yours truly. All new episodes of The Morning Brief Podcast drops every Tuesday, Thursdays and Friday. Don't miss it. It streams on Amazon Prime Music, GeoSavon, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and of course ET's own audio platform, E.T. Play. Thank you for listening, and if you like this episode, do spread the word. Goodbye and good luck.